0: For NPR Music, you're connected to all songs considered. I'm Bob Boylan with a potent message from Margot Price. The song's called Fight to Make It, and it features the voices of Mavis Staples and Adia Victoria. There's also quite a story to this song.
1: Fight to Make It is a song my husband's songwriting partner, Jeremy Ivey, had started writing. And as soon as he showed it to me, I knew that I wanted to help him finish it and, and make it my own. It's been recorded for probably over a year now, and the original plan was for Ronnie Spector to sing on it, and Ronnie had actually written me several really beautiful handwritten letters um, expressing how much she loved the song, but she just couldn't get her parts recorded before she passed away. I invited Dia Victoria to help me kind of finish all the background vocals on it, and After Ronnie passed, I reached out to Mavis and was just blown away that she agreed to add her voice. I know that when we sing together, we are stronger, and I am inspired by her wisdom, her strength, her art, her activism, and incredibly grateful that Mavis Staples contributed to the song. I think. Our rights are being stripped away here in America, and the right to reproductive health in this country has become a luxury for the wealthy. The United States has the highest maternal death rate of any other developed country, and black women in particular are three times more likely to experience maternal mortality than white women. Um, I don't think this should be a political issue. I don't think it should be a religious issue this is a human rights issue.
0: Margot Price, along with Mavis Staples and Adia Victoria, the song is called Fight to Make It. You can find out more about the song by going to Bandcamp and searching for Margot Price. The Mountain Goat's new album is filled with guitar-driven, gut-punching tunes, something we've not heard quite like this in a while from John Darnielle. The album is called Bleed Out, and John Darnielle will take us to the album's opening track, Training Montage.
2: So toward the end of the uh, the first Movement, I guess, of the pandemic, you know, before vaccines, um, just a month or two before they were announced, I think. I was the last guy not binge watching TV shows and stuff. I, you know, uh, the structure of our lives in my house is, is, is such that by the time the kids go to bed, I don't have a lot of fuel left in the tank. But I sort of was feeling jealous of people talking about how they were vegging out with TV and stuff. So I said, well, why don't you start watching action movies? Watch one a week or something like that. And because uh, that's what I. You know, that's, that's the sort of thing I might watch that, that, that I might just be able to take a simple pleasure in. But I can't take simple pleasure in anything. I started noticing that they all have the preparation montage, right? I mean, Rocky is sort of the classic, but all the Van Damme movies have one, the Kickboxer and all those. There, there's always the moment at which the hero sort of has to focus his energy on some great task that will surely kill him if he doesn't do it. And they're all kind of the same, you know? They, they, they often take place with a with music behind them and they're doing all these calisthenics or whatever exercises and, and uh, often very physically punishing stuff and they all revolve around you're supposed to divine their intentions you know you're supposed to understand their deeper more personal motivation for whatever it is they're training for and, and it comes from, a, from sort of a rote cluster of responses but when I say it's a rote cluster to me that's very interesting because it doesn't mean that it's, it's you know, hackneyed but, but rather that it's stuff that people connect with on a pretty basic level, you know? Often revenge, <laughs> you know? Or often, often uh, sort of a, a rededication of purpose, almost like a, you know, uh, there, there's an, a- uh, an affirmation you can do if you're Catholic where you, you reaffirm your, the stuff that you, you said when you were confirmed, you know? And it's sort of like that, you know? Uh, uh, going up to, to work out at the temple in isolation for a few weeks ahead of a big fight to remind yourself why you do this in the first place. And I, I find those sorts of stories really um, kind of, uh, it doesn't matter. To me, if they're clumsily told or anything, there's something very, very resonant in them for me. And so I wrote the first verse and chorus while watching an action movie, an unremembered action movie, very late at night. And then I wrote the rest of it in the studio when the guys showed up two months later.
3: Water dripping from the pipes down in the basement bare feet on a concrete floor notches on the wall of my solitary cell sweat dripping out of every pole it feels like it takes forever it's maybe five minutes on screen but the horns will swell and the strings will sound when that flipped quarter hits the ground I'm doing this forever blood when the sun comes through Thick mist on the pond before the temple Headed down for the final rendezvous Everybody ready for justice Just another mile to go But the strings will keen and the horns will cry When it's just me against the sky
0: Mountain Goats, the opening track to their 20th album, Bleed Out, which was produced by Alicia Bonagno of the band Bully. Bleed Out is out August 19th. I have another high-energy tune. This one comes from Tiana Esperanza. And I fell in love with this tune before I discovered this jaw-dropping fact. Tiana is the granddaughter of punk legend Palamo McLarty, also known as Palmolive. She's a founding member of the London based 1970s punk band The Slits, and she later played with The Raincoats, two outstanding bands I saw back in the day. The song I'll play calls out those groundbreaking artists. It's called Princess Slit and The Raincoat Prince.
4: I wrote Princess Slit and The Raincoat Prince as an homage to my grandmother, Palm Olive, from The Slits and The Raincoats, and of course, I am so proud to be the granddaughter of such an incredible abuela, and I also wanted to create something that celebrated queerness, that is a huge part of my identity, how I move through the world, and I think it's a huge part of the movement of early British punk as well. So I felt that combining a queer anthem with a punk homage was a natural step and this single came of it. So I'm really excited to share it with you all. I'm proud of it. Thank you for listening. Adios, bisous, gracias.
0: Tiana Esperanza, and the song Princess Slit and the Raincoat Prince, there are a few other songs out from Tiana and an album coming in 2023. It's break time, and you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music.
5: Support for NPR is brought to you by REI, your local outdoor co-op. If you're looking for the outdoors, look no further than outside your door, because the great out there is right out there. Whether you're walking the dog, trekking a through hike, or lying on a picnic blanket in between, the great out there isn't a distance, but a decision. To enjoy the outdoors just outside your door, join the co-op. REI. Better is out there. This message comes from NPR sponsor BetterHelp. Life can be overwhelming, and many are burned out without even knowing it. Ongoing struggles in any of life's roles can lead to fatigue and feeling helpless. Prioritize yourself by talking with someone. BetterHelp Online Therapy offers video, phone, and live chat sessions with a professional therapist. Be matched with your therapist within 48 hours and get 10% off your first month of online therapy at BetterHelp.com.
0: It's All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan. This past week on New Music Friday, Robin, Hilton, and crew played a cut from the Toronto artist Wren for short. It's a debut album that reflects upon the mental health of the 20-year-old artist and also the sonic adventure this album has to offer. The song I'll play is called I Miss Myself.
6: The structure of the song, it starts very slow and, you know, very simple, almost y, and then the bridge lifts up. And it's a release of frustration, almost. It's a song addressed to myself, just basically about how, over time, you've tried to conform to what's around you, to, you know, what's in your head, what you think the perfect version of yourself is, and you lose who you actually are. Yeah, it's almost like some sort of, like, disassociation and... You know, you feel so out of place and so frustrated with yourself for letting yourself go. starts with little things that maybe bother you by yourself until it's like way more intense. It took a long time to write that one because it it's the intro track and it required a lot. Like it's basically a summary. It's what is this album going to be? How am I gonna feel when I listen to it? This song represents all of that. So it was a very important one to get right and it took a long time um, to even just get the emotion in the vocals right.
7: I miss myself I miss myself I miss myself I miss my
0: Ren for short, that's spelled R-E-N-F-O-R-S-H-O-R-T, all one word. And the song I played is I Miss Myself. It's from our debut album Dear Amelia, which came out this past week. I have new music from the Brooklyn band Wildermaker. It's an intriguing album with many different sounds, including members of Counting Crows, Dirty Projectors, Ava Luna. And on the song I want to play, we hear the voice of Katie Von Schleicher. Singer Gabriel Birnbaum surprised me with the inspiration for this song. It's called Against the Numbers.
8: Uh, Against Numbers is a song about the NBA playoffs, which are one of my favorite things. And it's also a song in sympathy with everyone who is judged on statistics and numbers, uh, especially those of us who maybe shouldn't be. So everyone knows there are great basketball players whose performances don't show up in the box score. And... There are great musicians whose work doesn't lend itself to racking up streaming numbers. It's very intense to be exposed to the instant numerical feedback, uh, and people tend to latch onto it. Katie von Schleicher sang it. She wasn't originally going to, but the songs I had sent her for her to sing were out of her vocal range. So she tried this one, and she really nailed it. She put this very aggressive, sort of sneering tone into the song, which is perfect. It's also a song on uh winning and losing and legacies and the way that you can for example lead your team to the verge of a championship but if you miss that last shot in the crucial moment uh, that's how you'll be remembered Uh, and there's a brutality in that that is fascinating to me and also terrifying
0: Wilder Maker, and the song Against the Numbers can be found on their new album, Male Models. It's out July 29th. The last time I saw Australian musician Indigo Spark, she was playing a Tiny Desk concert with a bit of backup playing from Big Thief's Adrian Linker. Now for her new record, Hysteria, Indigo Spark has teamed up with the Nationals' Aaron Dessner. I'll let Indigo take us out with her new song, Pressure in My Chest. Oh, and take a minute to watch the dramatic video for this one. I'll post it and all the other videos for the songs on the All Songs Considered site. I'm Bob Boylan for your Music. It's All Songs Considered.
9: This was actually one of the more recent songs that I wrote. Aaron and I had um, had a few recording sessions, and one of them was uh, a little bit of a COVID situation that got cancelled. and. Um, he said, don't worry, just go home and keep writing music. So I went back to New Mexico where I was living at the time in Taos in a big house by myself and um, I wrote this song and it was funny because when I was writing it I, I knew that Aaron was going to love it and um, when I went back I played it for him and he was really excited about it. So... This is, um, yeah, a bit of the history of that song and just writing about the process of grief and history and love and all of that is woven into this as well.
10: Ya